in three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate, and we call this one on value, accuracy, and misleading, and how they are different from what you might think. As we get started with this musing, I first want to address the issue of the value conclusion in an appraisal being right or correct, since it flows into the other main topic we'll cover. When state appraisal boards level charges against an appraiser, it is very common for appraisers to defend themselves against these charges by insisting their value is right, or they have properly supported their value conclusion, or something similar. For the reasons we'll cover in just a few minutes, this argument is utterly irrelevant and carries no weight with the appraisal board. It's irrelevant and weightless because the Appraisal Foundation has given state appraisal boards specific instructions. Those instructions are that the appraiser's value conclusion is not to be part of the board's investigation nor part of its deliberations. Therefore, it is not to be part of the appraiser's defense, since it is not part of the charges against the appraiser. So you're probably saying, wait a minute, it was the homeowner's complaint that my value was too low that started this entire complaint and investigation. That the homeowner filed a complaint against you for this reason, indeed, started the process. Nevertheless, because of the TAF ruling that value is never to be an issue in an investigation, that's not what your state board investigates. As you already know from your 7-hour USPAP update classes, your value opinion is just that, an opinion. An opinion is neither correct nor incorrect, neither accurate nor inaccurate, neither right nor wrong. It is merely properly formed, in other words, in conformance with Standard 1, or it's not. With this dichotomy in mind, it's time to cover another issue related to this one. What follows is a question that has come into me more than once. This is because the answer clears up some confusion. It also shows that words we sometimes use informally, as synonyms really, are not synonyms. In this part of the podcast, we're going to go over the words accurate, credible, and misleading. Now there's a spoiler alert. The adjective accurate should never be used to describe the noun appraisal. And what you send into the client is not an appraisal. Rather, it's an appraisal report. And the difference between the two is canyons wide. So, let's get into it. If you look at the top of page 1 of the Fannie Mae 1004 form, this is what you'll read. Quote, The purpose of this summary appraisal report is to provide the lender client with an accurate and adequately supported opinion of the market value of the subject property. In this podcast, we'll ignore the fact there is no such animal as a summary appraisal report anymore. Instead, we'll focus on the word accurate and the fact that Fannie Mae totally misuses it in this context. Accurate cannot describe an appraisal, in other words, an opinion of value, since there is nothing against which an opinion of value can be measured. Therefore, there is nothing to determine its accuracy. For example, a meter is always a meter, since there is a standard by which to measure a meter. On the other hand, you and I could receive the same data on the same property, inspect the property together, share the same photos, verify those same data with the same sources, etc., yet you could appraise the property for 227.5, but I could appraise it for 231.5. 
Assuming both of us followed standard one in developing the value opinion, in other words, in developing that appraisal, then we are both right since neither appraisal is more accurate than the other. Since an accurate opinion of value does not exist, USPAP teaches us to form our value opinions credibly, in other words, in a manner worthy of the client's belief. This is because an opinion, and after all, we deal in opinions even though they have their bases in facts, is neither accurate nor inaccurate. Rather, an opinion is either properly formed, which means in an appraisal context, that the opinion has at its base the unbiased gathering, unbiased verification, and unbiased analyses of those facts, or an opinion is based on something weaker, something less vigorous, something more porous. In these cases, the opinion of value lacks credibility. Now, to the concepts of correct or accurate. They are a totally different matter in a real estate appraisal context. These two terms apply solely to the appraisal report and the report's contents, but not to the appraisal itself. Again, an opinion cannot be accurate. An appraiser merely well-forms the opinion of value or ill-forms it. It is possible to report the zoning, the square footage, the utilities, and so forth accurately or correctly, since these are facts to be found via research. However, that accuracy will not compensate for failure to use a proper appraisal protocol or a failure to use an appraisal protocol properly in forming that value opinion. Thus, while the data an appraiser uses may be accurate, that appraiser can still use them incorrectly or report the results of that use in a misleading manner. It is this misuse or misapplication of the data or the improper application of an appraisal protocol that results in an opinion poorly formed. When the appraiser forms the value conclusion, this omission of proper due diligence affects the credibility of the appraisal. This does not mean the appraisal itself is inaccurate. It merely means specific inaccuracies or lack of proper due diligence resulted in an opinion poorly formed. It's common for the good folks at the local government offices or our friends, the real estate brokers, not to return phone calls. It has ever been thus and thus will it ever be. This is why appraisers have the benefit and privilege of the use of extraordinary assumptions. The extraordinary assumption is part of the appraiser's arsenal specifically for those instances in which the appraiser, despite his or her best efforts, simply cannot get to the bottom of a question. When these folks simply will not return your phone calls in a timely fashion, when you are running out of time and you've exhausted all other avenues of verification, then it is perfectly acceptable to assume extraordinarily that the zoning is X or that the zoning permits Y. Because we have this benefit and privilege, we also have the responsibility to exercise them properly and in accordance with USPAP. In accord with USPAP's Standard 2, a report, but not the appraisal, must not be misleading. So is it possible for a report to be accurate, yet not correct? Consider this scenario. Suppose the appraiser personally, properly, and accurately measured the subject house down to the nearest square inch. Suppose, too, the appraiser market extracted all of the adjustments. Then, further suppose that appraiser credibly came up with an adjusted value range of $250,000 to $265,000. In other words, the value range, i.e. the appraisal, is well-formed, thus credible. Yet, despite a well-formed value opinion range, 
The appraiser, for reasons he or she does not explain in the report, concluded a value of $275,000. Everything in the report was accurate, yet the final value opinion the report communicated was incorrect, thus misleading. Remember as well, there is a difference between an appraisal and the vehicle by which the appraiser reports the results of that appraisal to the client. That's the appraisal report. A value conclusion, in other words, the appraisal, is not accurate for the reasons we talked about earlier. It is merely well-formed or ill-formed since it is an opinion. The report of that appraisal to the client, however, must accurately and not misleadingly chronicle what the appraiser did to arrive at that credible value opinion, how the appraiser credibly did that, and why the appraiser took those steps. If the report and its chronicle of the appraisal is not accurate, in other words, if it does not paint well and truly these three pictures, it is, by definition, misleading. The credibility of the appraisal underlying that report notwithstanding. And, because USPAP now has a definition of misleading, a definition it never had before, it is safe to conclude that states will enforce that definition when their boards level formal charges against appraisers. And by the way, just so you'll know, that definition is very specific, very tight, and has no wiggle room whatsoever. Now to sum up, here are the takeaways. It's not part of what a state appraisal board does to conclude whether your value opinion is accurate. It is the board's job to determine if the appraiser well-formed the value conclusion or ill-formed it. It is for this reason the appraiser's claim a value opinion is correct or right is irrelevant and weightless before the board. Despite what Fannie Mae prints on the 1004 form and the other forms as well, there is no such animal as an accurate appraisal. An appraiser's opinion of value is either well-formed or it is not. It is either credible or it is not. The appraiser must credibly use the analytical tools at his or her disposal. The data the appraiser includes in the report, the data on which the appraiser bases the value conclusion, must be accurate. The report the appraiser sends to the client must accurately chronicle the results of the appraiser forming the value conclusion. Otherwise, that report is misleading. And USPAP now has a definition of misleading. So expect state appraisal boards to enforce USPAP in the light of that new definition. Now, if there's anything I can ever do for you, Please feel free to get in touch with me. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. I'm here for you. Contact me at tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be an honor to hear from you. It will be a pleasure to work with you. My best to you. My best to your family. Be safe and well. Thank you. And we're clear.